Everybody to the nations worldwide, this is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to a couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We're your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. Join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide to follow along with everything we've got going on at to the nations worldwide. That includes two blog posts every week and this uh, podcast episode every Wednesday. So tune in to everything that we've got going on over there. In today's episode, we are joined by Alberto and Violetta of You Who Travel. They are a Spanish couple who worked as teachers in the UK before quitting their jobs to travel the world together. They combine their passion of travel and teaching as they travel the world and document their journey. We talk with them about balancing their online work and traveling and experiencing other schools while traveling. So without further ado, here's our interview with Alberto and Violetta. Today we are joined by Alberto and Violetta. They are a Spanish couple that share a tr- passion for travel and teaching, which led them to begin their website, You Who Travel, where they document their journey around the world. You can follow them online at youwhotravel.com. Hello, Ab- Alberto and Violetta, and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you very much for having us. A pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. I want to get started today by getting to know a little bit about the two of you and kind of what you're doing. Can you just take a moment to uh, dis- or, uh, introduce the two of you to our audience? Yes, of course. Um, we are, as you said, a Spanish couple who have been together nearly 15 years. Now in, in April will be 15 years. And we've been living in the UK for nearly nine years traveling and well, working as teachers there. Um, yeah, uh, that was until last year when actually before the summer we decided to quit our jobs as teachers in the UK uh, after nine years living and working there and basically go for our dream, which was traveling for a long time and uh, for a year, that was the initial initial idea, and that's what we are doing right now. We are traveling, we are halfway through our trip, and yeah, looking forward to carrying on and to continuing our journey. Amazing, that that is awesome. And uh, how did the two of you meet? Um, we we met in our hometown, which is uh, is called Albacete, and it's about two hours southern Madrid, and. We met because of common. Uh, we had friends in common, and 15 years ago, we started to to see each other with our friends, and then you know starting to date. And yeah, actually, and, uh, <laughs> actually, we are not like much of a party people, but we met partying outside yeah. in the so, so <laughs> in our hometown. Yeah, we were partying quite, quite, you know, quite badly. We could say like one of those nights when we were. 17, 18, and, and we met each other in a night nightclub dancing and, and yeah, from common friends. And then from since then, we've been together. So you two then went on to teach in the UK for many years. 
Now, was this uh, this sense of wanting to travel, wanting to work abroad, was this always in the two of you, or did one of you influence the other one to do it? How did that come about? Well, that's that's a, a bit of both. I mean, we always wanted to go and travel and perhaps uh, getting to know other cultures and other people around. Also, we wanted to improve our English, but mostly myself, who, well, I, I wasn't able to say a word in English by, at that time when I was 22 or 23 and we moved to the UK. All I could say was hello and goodbye. That was it. I couldn't understand much, so I wanted to learn English. Violeta already spoke good English, but she wanted to improve it. And we also, you know, wanted to, to, to find something that really was uh, rewarding for us in terms of job because in Spain it was quite tricky to find a job that you know was offering us what we wanted so it was a combination of both you know trying to find or meet with new people new culture with new language and also uh, trying to find a better opportunity Nice, excellent. So I want to talk a little bit about the tra the travels that you've been on together, but I like to warm up our guests with a uh, with a question before jumping into talking about travel, and that simply is why travel? Why do you two travel? Um, as Alberto said, we have always wanted to meet new people, we, we were and we are very interested in knowing about new cultures. And I think from the beginning, we, we had that travel back, both of us, and we started to travel just, you know, going weekends out, and then we started in Europe, and we wanted to know and visit new places, and then we started again in Asia and every summer we, we did a big trip and every time that we had holidays we we, we were away. Yeah. So, At some point it was also like a lifestyle, like that's why we decided to quit mm -hmm. our jobs in the UK. Although we were very having a very comfy life over there, um, we really wanted to change a little bit the lifestyle and and stop working, you know, nine to five and going back home a little bit stressful, getting ready, getting your lesson, your lessons ready for the next day, your, your emails and so on and working, 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 not thinking too much and enjoying every moment. So that was the main reason why we started this mm -hmm. long trip. Mm -hmm. Th that's awesome. And uh, so obviously you've been on the road for a little bit now together. Where have the two of you, or where were you last? Where are you right now? And then where are you traveling to next? So last we were in Hong Kong. We spent five days there. Uh, we were lucky as well because we saw one of our friends and then we had the opportunity to visit places with her we had amazing experience with her like for example an afternoon tea in a five-star hotel with amazing views a nice dinner in a it was 58th floor of a building mm -hmm. so very nice experience experiences then we moved to Taiwan where we are now we have been exploring the island of Taiwan for the last two weeks and we are enjoying it so far we really like the the, inf the Japanese and Chinese influences that Taiwan has, and we love Japanese and Chinese food. So here is we are like in paradise in terms of food and drinks. 
And next, we are heading to Philippines. We are very excited about going there because everyone talks really well about Philippines, about the amazing beaches there, the life marine. So we'll spend there like a month. So looking forward to it. Nice. That's awesome. And Taiwan is, uh, I've, I've seen many pictures of it. Actually, Natalie's been to Taiwan. I've never been. But, uh, what is, what is one amazing thing that you would suggest people do when they're in Taiwan? Oof, tricky, tricky bit there. I mean, if they like adventure as we do sometimes, I have to push a little bit here for Violeta coming with me, but, uh, if you like adventure, we did like an adventure to one, uh, hot spring who actually there was no information at all online. So we kind of got there and tried to follow Google Maps, you know, the satellite Google Maps, try to follow the path, try to see what was best because it was not easy access. And Mm -hmm. we managed to get there after a couple of hours trekking through the rocks, uh, quite adventurous. And after crossing the river three times, that was quite... (laughs) Adventurous, yeah, quite, quite big river. So it was uh, a little bit, you know, uh, difficult. But at the end, we found this hot spring, uh, which was amazing in the middle of nature. No no one there. We didn't see anyone in the whole little. It's not that big trek, but it's quite, quite difficult. So it takes time. And then it was, it was so, so amazing once we got there. So if you like adventure, definitely go for something like that. Then. We would suggest as well, uh, Taroko National Park is one of the most famous uh, national parks here. There are many, but that one in particular is is quite famous and is so beautiful. Nice, excellent. Yeah, it seems like such a nature friendly place and lots of uh, lots of room for adventure definitely on your trip. Now, with travel comes lots of a different experiences, and I want to talk to you a little bit about those experiences, starting with. What has been the most rewarding travel experience together? The one that really opened up your eyes to this world of travel and also traveling as a couple. What was that most rewarding travel experience? Um, we have had many of them. Uh, I think it's quite difficult to choose one because every day you experience amazing things. You meet new people. But the one that comes to my mind now is we spent two weeks in Nepal in the far west of Nepal, with no tourists, we didn't see any foreigner in the two weeks that we went there. And we were volunteering in a school. We spent two weeks with a family uh, who ran the school. The only thing that the students were on holidays, so we couldn't really taught them. But we were lucky enough to teach English to the teachers. And to, um, we, we did like um, different lessons of teaching techniques. And also we um, went with the family. We spent a weekend in a very remote village. It took us like 10, 11 hours to get to the village. And there, the, the people who live there, they didn't have uh, much water, obviously no electricity. It was just nature basics and it was amazing the experience there that we had yeah we were able to support the local community with Mm. a little project in how to improve their hygiene Mm. and it was really really rewarding to see how good effect we could provide to the little community there in the mountains 
So in in whole, the whole two weeks were amazing, and mm-hmm. and it really, you know, made a difference in our trip. Yeah, and it's so amazing that you two are doing that on your on your travels, you know, being able to really take in a culture and also like really give back to uh to a community in the form of education is just so amazing. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, thank I think you. it's so important. Definitely. Now, with with travel comes more experiences than just the rewarding ones, and I want to jump into a couple of those starting with what has been your most awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience together? Well, again, there are so many. We were thinking before, and there were so many. But, I mean, uh, I don't know. For example, one night uh, we were there in Nepal in a, in a national park. It's called um, Chitwan Chitwan National Park. And we were there with the guide that was supposed to take us the next day for a trek around the national park. So in this national park, you can see elephants, you can see crocodiles. You can see tigers. Tigers sometimes, not easy Mm -hmm. to see them, and also rhinos. So he was basically, at this point, at 9 p.m., can you imagine five, six of us with the guide, just after dinner, having an informal chat about what to do in the trek, and so on, and we were there listening to the guy. He was telling us, and we were outside the national park, around maybe a kilometer outside. And he he was telling us what to do in case we see a rhino, or what you do if you see an elephant. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he said, "Stop! Don't talk." And he started to run. Yes, he started to run, and he said, "Come, so, come, come with come me." So. We- <laughs> we basically started to run behind him, get out of the guest house. It was a small one with four or five bedrooms. And we, there's the five or six of us chased chase him for a, a hundred meters. He was with a torch. We didn't know what was happening. And at some point outside, it was only fields and a little dirt road. So he turned back outside, you know, the back of the guest house. And you know what he was there? Huge rhino with the... <laughs> <laughs> a huge rhino, like probably 20 meters okay. away. We were so scared. <laughs> was, he was telling us five minutes ago how dangerous they are and stuff, you know, what you need to do. And he was getting closer. Don't worry, don't worry, come closer. So we were a little bit scared, but he said, you know, come closer. He said, so confident. At the end, we got up to 10 meters or so. He nearly turned back to us, and then he said, oh, let's go, let's go. That's a bit too dangerous. <laughs> that's a, That's definitely incredible for sure. Yeah, it was an amazing one, yeah. And another one that it happened to us in Taiwan, the second day we were yeah. here, we were in the underground, and here the underground is is new, Yeah. not many people use it, so and we, we, we were there waiting for the, no, we were inside the train, and... As soon as we sat down? Yeah, as soon as we sat down, um, Alberto wanted to drink water, we had water, so he started to drink water, and suddenly... He didn't realize, but I realized um, a young lady to, uh, started to to, to gesture. No, 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 no! Don't, don't, don't! And we we couldn't understand because the the lady didn't speak in English. And then we realized that is not allowed to drink or eat in the underground. Even if it's water, you cannot have any any, any kind of any drink. Any kind of drink. Yeah, you wow. get a, yeah a big fine. So he said, no, don't do it because they will find you. I said, okay, thank you. So that was as well. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and that that's something that you really would never uh never know, really. Uh that's actually really strange coming from my perspective for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we were we were surprised, but yeah. So I mean, continuing this on, with travel comes also these bad experiences, these experiences that maybe they're bad in the moment, but maybe you can look on back at them and laugh at them. We've all had them. What about your two's your your worst travel experience or maybe a bad travel experience that you've had? Yeah, we both agreed on this one. <laughs> it was uh, it was so obvious, actually. After having a great <clears throat> upgrade from from economy to business class in a long flight, the first time we arrived to to India. Yeah, it was the starting point of our yeah. long trip. We were so excited. Oh, business that never never <laughs> happened to us before. After the long flight, 20 hours, we arrived to Delhi, to New Delhi, and basically we got a scam. Uh, yeah, it's quite common. A scam actually could be useful for our, you know, for people who listen to to us here, uh, because it happens quite often. So basically, there is, we follow all the steps. We always do a little bit research online. Uh, that I said online, if you go there, be careful. Don't go outside and ask for a taxi. Get a little paper inside the counter inside the airport. Then you go outside with a little paper, and then you get into the taxi. So we did exactly what we what we read online. But, well, the taxi driver basically tried to scam us and tried to take us, invented a story about um, local elections, all the hotels being full, uh, you were, all the roads were closed because of that, you couldn't get to the hotel. So we were so tired because we didn't sleep at all after being in business class, <laughs> trying to, to make the most out of it. So we were very tired and they knew that. So they tried to scam us by saying all these things. So we said, oh, we need to call the hotel. We need to contact them. They said, oh, yeah, you can contact them. But our our Indian SIM card was not activated because it takes uh, 24 hours. So all, all in all, they tried to scam you. And it took it took us like four hours or five hours to to reach the hotel because they didn't take us there. We had to stop. They took us to a like a tourist office where they try to sell you a, a different trip, very expensive one. They don't give you any more options. They even give you the phone and said, ah, that's your hotel. We gave the phone number. They, they, they do like if they were calling your hotel and it's not your hotel, but it's someone else. And they tell you, oh no, it's, you cannot get here. Try to find alternative accommodations. So they make, it's a big mafia because they, there are, all all of they are all around the city in different like tourist fake tourist office and they there were many more couples there trying to you know make the same scam so it was quite a bad bad experience to start with yeah i was to be honest i was a bit scared yeah because it was the beginning of the trip mm. they New oh, Delhi. yeah they they chase you when they left you there they chase you other people they are there are many of them, so they chase you. They say, "Don't go there. It's, it's, it's you know, it's dangerous. it's dangerous. Don't go here." And all these things. But yeah, after that, actually, we 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 loved India. So it was just yeah. the first first experience there. But after that, it was all great. 
Right, and it's always good to tell those stories, to get those stories out there, to really uh, shed light on it for other travelers that are going to go go to India and to kind of learn from your experiences. And it's always bad that that's you know your first experience in the country, but it's awesome that from that point on it kind of turned around for you too, and you you just said that you loved India for sure. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. The only the big advice we really give to the to everyone who who can who goes to India is use use. Grab or Uber when when you go around. Don't use taxi overall in the big cities uh, because there are a lot of scammers out there, unfortunately. Now, travel brings all these different types of experiences, and it really tests your relationship. It really um, either strengthens your relationship, we feel, or it breaks your relationship apart. And obviously, since you two have been together for so long, it has strengthened your relationship. But I want to ask you two, how do you feel traveling has affected your relationship? Um, it's We need to be honest. Obviously, you are with a person 24 hours, seven days a week. But for us, we haven't had many difficulties in terms of being together every day, every hour, every minute. Um, the relationship becomes much stronger. You gain much more confidence in each other. You help each other every minute. Yeah. Um, some, sometimes, for example, if one of us is hungry, tired, the other one tries to, to help come on, let's go here, and then we sit down, we relax, and you know, we are working as a team, and... Yeah, obviously the problem is when both of us are hungry and tired, and, <laughs> and we are we are hot or sweaty or in the middle of nowhere, and we are, you know, a bit stuck, it's tricky, we, we need to, at this point, at these moments, we try to be quiet, not, not to talk to each other too much, not to get things worse. Is in these stressful moments when when we need to you know try to 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 be quiet and not to force each other too much. Uh, but apart from that, we honestly haven't found too difficult to travel 24/7 every minute together, every second helping each other. Actually, it's helping us to to improve or to get better relationships. Yeah. yeah, it's so important to communicate to each other. Yeah. And, and that's what we do every moment. Exactly. And we, we talk to each other, we feel like this, we tell the other person and yeah, we help. Any problem, we just work as a team, we try to yeah. divide tasks wherever we need to, we need to, we are a team, so we are both the same, we work together, that's why, mm -hmm. why it works well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, like you said, spending so much time together, basically 24-7 together, uh, it really tests your relationship in that sense. But also, you brought up uh, communication, and communication is so important in a relationship, and especially if you're going to be spending that much amount of time together, it's even that much more important. Exactly, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's the key, yeah, having being confident and, and communication between each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, when planning a trip, there's a lot that goes into planning a trip, uh, booking hotels, booking flights, and planning the itinerary is a lot of work. When planning a trip, who takes care of what? Uh, we kind of divide it quite well. Like I, I take care of the logistics, so transportation, like flights or, or accommodation or or if we need trains or buses, I look after it. And I'm more the person who takes care of uh, the itinerary, and I read a lot about the, the places, what we are going to visit, uh, when to go, the times, and mm. 
So more about the itinerary mm-hmm. of the of the trip. And so far, it's, it's working really, really well. We mm-hmm. we are happy with the tasks and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, and it's obvious that you two split up the tasks to, uh, you know, what what your strengths are, what you kind of enjoy, and and you go from there. Does that work the same when you're working on the blog? Do you split up tasks uh, uh, according to your strengths and what you like? Well, uh, this really, I mean, the blog is is, is tricky. It takes a lot of time, and obviously we just... Uh, work when we feel when we feel we we want to work and we we are fresh enough because it, obviously sometimes we really want to enjoy the trip and the blog takes time and when you are in the blog or taking too much time for the blog or for social media like Instagram we are also doing now starting to do the YouTube channel and it takes a lot of time and effort and sometimes uh, obviously you have to balance this out and uh, if you start taking or or putting too much time and effort on this then you don't enjoy the trip itself so we kind of do as much as we want when we want if it does you know yeah we always try as well to to do a few days of just going explore the cities the places where we are and then we as everyone we always need one or two days just to rest to stay, you know, in a place, in a cafe or mm-hmm. in the in the host, hostel or apartment. And there is when we do things on the blog, on YouTube, social media. Yeah. But we both give a hand. Yeah, we yeah. kind of, uh, both both of us. It's nothing specific like before, but we both uh, try to help out on this. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that you brought up, you know, balance, because balance is so key. I mean, traveling itself is a full-time job, let alone adding in uh, a blog, an Instagram, a YouTube channel, all this stuff is uh, just work on top of that. So I like that you brought up, you know, balance is so important with you two. That's so true. I mean, sometimes you, many people don't realize when you are traveling, you, sometimes we feel busier than, than working there at home because kind you, you, when you are traveling, you don't have a routine. Everything is not as easy all the time. You've got an, you know, a lot of unexpected things happening. And uh, so you feel that you are very busy most of the times, even though you are traveling. No, people think, oh, it's only leisure. Well, it's there are difficult times as well, and there are stressful times where mm-hmm. you need to take quick decisions and 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 decide quickly and and go to you know and and work together as we said before and and all this and and really it really you know it's really stressful at times. Mostly, it's enjoyable to be honest. Yeah, but, it's it's one of the best decisions that we have ever made. Yeah, just to quit our jobs and go traveling, mm-hmm. and even if you don't quit your jobs. Just every now and then go and travel somewhere because it really helps you to chill out, to open your mind, see new places, meet new people and all the experiences that you gain, they, they will last forever. They will be with you all the time. Yeah, probably most important than, than, you know, being in like sometimes studying, uh, so I think the best study is, is traveling. That's our that's our opinion as teachers. That's mm-hmm. why we like you know our children to travel as well or our our friends. I think the best uh, experience to learn is traveling. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't agree with you anymore on that subject for sure. So how about 
the best destination that you two have been to? Uh, the destination that maybe uh, you've said that you'd want to return back to for sure, or a destination that you would recommend to another couple that has the exact same interests as you? What would that destination be? We would say the Maldives. And we spent a week there, and it was just amazing week. It's a place that we recommend to everyone. And before going to the Maldives, we thought that it was Maldives, five-star hotels, resorts. But no, you have also the local islands. And we went to three different local islands. And you can basically go on a, on a low budget there. Yeah. It's You also meet the local people mm-hmm. there who are surprisingly, surprisingly super well-educated. Yeah. And, and it was a great experience to meet local people there in Maldives and live the Maldives experience from a different perspective, from a budget experience. And you get the opportunity to do a lot of little trips, adventurous trips, but also enjoy on the beach or, you know, relax. So I think it's a good combination. And if you combine it with Sri Lanka, I think it's perfect. Yeah, we also love Sri Lanka. We spent there three weeks and it's a country that has everything. You have nature, you have culture, uh, and then you have very nice uh, beaches there, the coast. So Sri Lanka and Maldives is a really amazing destination for, for couples or what, for, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two excellent destinations to recommend for sure. In closing this part of the interview out, I just want to ask, do you have any more advice that you would recommend for a couple of travelers out there, maybe a couple that hasn't traveled together yet but are going on their first trip? What's your kind of advice for that couple um, in terms of their relationship and travel? Uh, we would say, as we do, divide a little bit the tasks because it looks like uh, traveling is all leisure, but there is some planning involved and there are things and decisions that need to be made. So I think it's important to divide what each person is doing. And also when you need to take a you know, little decision or big decisions, you should do it as, as a team and, and listen to each other's uh, opinion and then decide together. Because otherwise, if you are only doing what one person or the other is wants to do, you know, it's not going to work out well. Uh, you need to work together as a couple. Uh, so al- always work as, as a team and perhaps give a little bit of a space during the stressful moments. Mm-hmm. That would be very important as well, because there will be ex- stressful moments, moments where you are hungry, you are tired, you don't find accommodation or whatever, or something works out not so well. So you need to perhaps give a space, you know, keep quiet for the, for some time and then and then restart to work together. Yeah, you, you need to be flexible as well mm-hmm. and accept the ideas of the other person, respect each other, mm-hmm. and, and like that you will have a, a great time. Yeah, you need to be open-minded in that yeah. regard. Mm-hmm. I love that advice. That was really great advice. And I want to start talking a little bit about your, um, your, your website, your YouTube, your Instagram, everything that you've got going on with you who travel. Starting with where did the name come from? <laughs> the name, um, we wanted to, like, we are Spanish and we've been living in the UK for nearly nine years. We wanted to have a name that makes both Languages, kind yeah. of, or meant something. Oh, both yeah. Language. Yeah. So, you who travel is in English, and in Spanish we have an ex- uh, an expression that is you who is like 
Wow, let's wow travel. Wow, like, wow travel. Yeah, something like that. So it's you who <laughs> travel. Uh, so we thought, oh, let's do that. That's why we decided for that one after a long yeah, time. Yeah, you who travel. So it's a mixture between both languages. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's amazing because I mean you're you guys post a lot in in Spanish with you know English subtitles or Spanish and English captions on Instagram. I mean. How important is that to you to, you know, reach both of those different languages? Well, we re it's really important as language teachers. Uh, we were, uh, Violeta was teaching French and Spanish in the UK. And I was teaching Spanish and also PE, but uh, also Spanish mostly. So as language teachers, we really want, you know, to, to offer the opportunity to, to have both languages so people perhaps want to learn Spanish hmm. and have both languages there can learn English as well if you are Spanish or a Spanish speaker. So for us, it's really important to, to really offer, uh, you know, the, our content to the whole community, both English and Spanish speakers. We'd love to do in more languages, but I think it would be a little bit too messy. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And yeah, I, I really like that you do that, that you cover, you know, both languages. And it, it must be really good for your channel as well to, you know, branch out and reach both of those targets. Um, really awesome stuff. And continuing on with that, you know, we talked about a little bit about uh, a balance before, balancing travel and also everything that you're doing online with your Instagram, your YouTube, your website. Can you talk a little bit more about, you know, how important balance is and like where do you find time to say, let's work on the website today, like where where does this all work? Do you schedule it in or is it just a one day you wake up and you say, I think I can write something today? Yeah, <laughs> um, we, we always have our notebook or our phone and sometimes when we are traveling from one place to another, ideas come to, to our mind and we are always writing this making notes of everything mm -hmm. so that it's easier later on to put it on the on Instagram or on or YouTube or the blog. And yeah. and we, yeah. yeah. When when we yeah, in when we write or or work the more the most in for our blog or Instagram or YouTube is during travels, like mm -hmm. during the train train journey or plane journey or, you know, any journey. Uh, we try to work there because it's, it's time that we can dedicate to it and we really like it. But obviously it doesn't take time off our leisure mm -hmm. or, or enjoying time during the trip, visiting places and getting to or meeting new people or, and new cultures. So that's how we find the balance, trying to, uh, you know, take the most of the of the of the times when we are, you know, going or going from one place to another uh, and then. Uh, enjoying our time in the in the places and, and exploring the cities or the places we visit so it's, it's sometimes difficult because you are tired you want to rest perhaps in the train or in the plane you want to have a nap and you uh, but but you really want to 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 work on your blog or your on your youtube so you 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 stop your nap and you start working on the other on the on the you know on your blog yeah, because we, we enjoy it a lot, sharing yeah. our adventures, our yeah. trips with everyone. We really like helping other people Other to travelers, travel, yeah. Yeah. other couples to travel, other people to travel. 
And that's what keeps us, keeps us uh, you know, doing it. And hopefully we will keep doing it for years now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And um, with with uh, saving up, and obviously you two were working in the UK for many years before you decided to embark on this trip, what went into that decision? Like, where was this um, something in the in the making for many years? You guys decided this is when we're going to do it. We need to save this amount of money to do it. What kind of went into the decision to behind quitting your jobs and in traveling the world? Um, we've been thinking about this trip for many many years. It's been one of our dreams to do it, but it was in. In May, June of 2018, last year, when we decided, okay, so we are going to leave, uh, to quit our jobs and go for this uh, year to travel. Yes. Yeah, we had, uh, yeah. Hmm. We've had the, the idea in mind for many, many years, as Violeta said, and we've been saving up money and sometimes not going out for, for weekends, things like that. But yeah, it was last April, May when we finally made the decision and, and, and communicated it to our family and friends. And, and yeah, we started from there. It was, it was not easy, as I, we said before, because uh, we had a really good, you know, life in the UK. We could say comfortable life, like a good job. And a, but we wanted something else. We wanted to explore. We wanted to get to know this world. And people around the world, and I think, it's, as Violeta said before, it was the best decision we took. Mm. Now we are realizing that we need more years to yeah. to visit all the places that we want. But so far, we are doing now for this year, and let's see. Yeah, let's see in the future. Let's see in the future. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And uh, obviously, with your your website, your online presence, you're talking a lot about, you know, your passion of teaching and your passion of traveling. And we touched on this a little bit, talking about uh, your your time, you know, helping teach in Nepal and everything. I mean, how, how important is it to kind of uh, see and absorb what other people what other teachers are doing around the world and trying to you know absorb what they are teaching and what uh what kind of techniques they have about teaching and how it compares to how you teach how important is that in in kind of giving back to the community as well to you two yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, as you said, watching or, or seeing other teaching techniques was one of the ideas when we started the trip to visit the schools. That's why we went to school in Nepal. We visited all, all other schools for a short period of time, like for a few hours in a day. And we've seen the school settings and different ideas in the schools. We went into a school in Maldives. We went into a school in also in Vietnam, mm-hmm. in Myanmar. And I mean, it's great. It's great way to appreciate uh, what we have and what we can, you know, as as teachers, what resources we have in Europe. In this case, uh, compared to the little resources they have in in this kind of schools in poor communities where they are working with absolutely nothing, and perhaps sometimes uh, they have lessons with primary students with 50 kids in the same class where in Europe normally it's 20, 30, and they still, you know, smile and, 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 and learn and, and like to go to school and, and 
it's great to see that and to appreciate really what we have uh, down in Europe and 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 also to give something to the community wherever we can and and give something to the school we visit any ideas any projects they want us to help us with we always there to help uh, so it's been a great journey and and it's been a great part of our trip mm-hmm. and when when your trips uh, coming to a, a conclusion, do you guys have any plans for what you're going to do afterwards? Are you going to go back to the UK and teach a little bit more? Are you going to try to find ways to teach abroad? What's the plan for you two next? Um, the plan, after living in the UK for many years, uh, we always wanted as well to go back to our home country, to, to Spain. And that's the plan for now. After this long trip, we want to go to Spain and try to find a job there in a school. Hopefully we'll find it. We'll start looking for it in a few months. And let's see what's happening. If we don't find a job in Spain, we always have our second home, which is in, in Cambridge in the UK. So let's let's see. Yeah, we are open to, mm. to any opportunity, yeah. really. The first idea is to go to, back to Spain or, or and try to find something there. And, and if that happens, then then it will be great. But otherwise, we might we might end up in the UK again or, oh, or keep yeah. traveling. We'll see. Yeah, after seeing so many schools as well everywhere, yeah. uh, we sometimes we have said, okay, let's Let's try to work here in Hong Kong. We saw yeah. Sometimes great we, places in Myanmar as well. So yeah, the the idea is to go back to Spain, but there yeah, there might something different might happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm asking that just because you guys have been to so many different places. I wondered if like you found a place that you thought man, I could really teach here uh, for for at least a year or so because, you know, you want to get into that uh, the environment a little bit more because of your travels. So just curious about that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And we have had that feeling of, oh, I, yeah. we, we could work here. We could stay here for yeah. longer. Like in Maldives uh, or in Hong Kong, in Vietnam as well. In so Vietnam, yeah. in, in many, m- countries. many countries, to be honest. In Nepal, mm-hmm. in Nepal also, yeah. we had this feeling. It was a long time ago. It, and I really love that you guys are, you know, combining your passion of teaching and traveling. I really love to see that uh, happening with the two of you. It's really fun to follow along with you too. And uh, do you have any more advice you would have for a couple that wants to live more of a travel lifestyle, that wants to get out there and travel more? Any advice about, you know, maybe saving up for the trip or planning the trip? Anything in that sense? Well, uh, I mean, if the, the main advice is if you are thinking about traveling and going abroad and there are some things that tie you in the place you live, uh, don't be afraid and go for it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's not as difficult or it's not as scary as it might look some countries or some places you, 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 you think about going, oh, it's scary or it's not safe or whatever. Once you get there, you realize that people are amazing everywhere, mm-hmm. that people will try to help you, to support you. So any fears, anything that you feel, honestly, once you get to the country, they will go. So the, the main advice is if you are thinking about doing it, do it because you will love it. Uh, overall, if you like traveling, 
And then in terms of saving up, of course, we, we've been saving up for years. That's something that is not easy to, to, to achieve what we achieved because you need to be working for many years in order to, to be able to travel a long time like we are doing now. But just stopping little things here, keeping control of your spendings, mm -hmm. that helps a lot. And also in, in some countries, in many countries that we've been visiting uh, so far, you don't need that amount of, that amount of money. Mm. You can spend, for example, in some places we spend maybe 20 euros per day for both of us because you have very cheap accommodation. You can have lunch and dinner for very little money. Mm -hmm. So people sometimes think, oh, you need a lot of money to, to travel. But actually, not really. If you plan it well, you yeah. don't need that much money. There are things like work away or uh, coach surfing out there that you can use to save some money. Airbnb, if you, you know, some places the hotels are or hostels are expensive, you can use Airbnb as well. And there are a lot of platforms where you can save money nowadays. Uh, so money shouldn't be an issue if you plan a little bit and you save for a little bit of time. Excellent, excellent advice about how to save and, you know, how to really uh, make travel more affordable with couch surfing and work away, all these diff uh, different great resources that are available to us today. And I want to end this interview with one last question. Now, I didn't send this question to you guys before, so take some time to think about this. Uh, what is one thing you wish you had known before starting this lifestyle? You know, talking about coach surfing, um, we are, we are, you know, struggling to find coach surfing during mm -hmm. our trip because we realized late about, uh, that one of the, the main norm, the main thing that a coach surfer should do before, you know, uh, going to any, any, any house is to host uh, yourself. So, we didn't know about coach surfing in advance until we nearly, you know, started our trip. So we didn't host anyone at home. And that's why we're struggling to find uh, anyone who accepts our, our petitions because we haven't hosted anyone. So it's normal that they don't accept us. Uh, so I would say I wish or we wish we would have known that and we would definitely have hosted many people at home for both reasons, because we could have visited more people and ex exchanged cultures or languages with mm -hmm. them during our trip. And also because we could have met a lot of people at home before the trip. So yeah, that was, that's the one I can think of yeah, right no, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really great advice too. Uh, I, it's something that you wouldn't really think about, and especially if you want to use couch surfing on your trip, uh, definitely a great way to get your, you know, to host some people so that you can definitely use couch surfing during your travels. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's the the main thing. Yeah, if you want to use it, you should host. And another advice that I wanted to give is about uh, luggage. <laughs> it could be because some people like to travel with uh, big luggages. And we are using the rucksacks and you don't need 20 kilos on your back yeah. with 10 kilos. I'm traveling with nine kilos and my, my, my whole house is, is there. <laughs> we have everything we need in nine kilos. Yeah. So don't think that you need 20, 25 kilos each of you to, to go around the wall or to travel for a few months with very little. You, 
Yeah, you don't you need. Okay. You don't need that much. You can wash. Obviously, you. Yeah. That's a, another good thing about traveling as couple. You can wash the clothing together, and if it's a coin system, you save some money there. <laughs> but, but no, uh, the 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 main thing is that you can buy anything anywhere. People think mm-hmm. there are no things available in this part of the world, but there are things everywhere. Sooner or later, you will be able to find what you want. So, yeah, definitely don't carry so much weight. Yeah, you can find everything everywhere. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And great advice, you too. And there you have it, Alberto and Violetta, sharing their travel stories with you today on the To The Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on this episode. Thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much, guys. A great pleasure from us. And I just want to give you to the floor, uh, tell our audience where they can check you out, where's the best way to reach out to you, where they can find you online. So we got the Instagram page is the one we keep more updated up to date because it's where we keep our stories every day. We post them. We also post the main page, uh, Instagram pages uh, one, every one or two days. So we, Yeah, we also have Facebook. So everything is called You Who Travel. And we have opened our YouTube channel very recently. So please go and watch our videos. Yeah, so they are in Spanish, but with English subtitles. Yeah, so whether you speak Spanish or English, you can watch them. Uh, we spend a lot of time uh, doing the subtitles ourselves. And yeah, we hope you like our videos, uh, Instagram or Facebook. Mostly face, uh, Instagram and YouTube are the most updated. Also, the blog, which is obviously the link is on Instagram. So if you go to Instagram, you got the link to both YouTube and the blog, uh, which is, we write in Spanish, but you got, you can translate them into English. So all of this is you who travel. Thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 53. That's this episode, episode number 53's show notes. Learn more about everything that You Who Travel has going on online. Leave a comment on the page. Let us know about your travel experiences. Uh, around the world with your couple with your significant other we'd be so kind please subscribe to our podcast leave us a review on your favorite podcast app it really helps us deliver these valuable episodes every wednesday about the world of travel this is mike pletz and natalie hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide